Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam. I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. We're going conspiracy theory tonight. We're going to look at some things that are a little more out there, some of the claims and things around the vaccine and so forth, but something really caught my attention today, and it was a series of videos from the White House uh, live cam that I want to talk about. But where this really started for me was back here, I think this was about two weeks ago, that inside the fence, the perimeter of the White House grounds, they brought in a new wall, a new barrier. And it's at the base of it are these uh, com concrete sections. I think they're like 12, 16 feet long. They use them, you know, dirt for construction to protect the uh, construction workers and so forth so that cars that run into them so forth won't move them that much. And then behind that is a second layer where they have plywood that's been reinforced by two by fours. And they brought in an excavator to, you know, place all these concrete uh, sections in, in place there. And then also uh, drop in these wall sections, which probably are the, you know, like an L bracket kind of thing that have some weight on the bottom. So if they get hit with something, they can kind of give a little bit. And you can see here in this picture, and I think this is authentic. I've looked at them up close and there are, you know, the background is correct. If you're looking through the little hole, it looks like they have maybe something set up here where they could put a gun through for, you know, firing pepper spray or rubber bullets or, you know, any one of their, their crowd control toys that they use. So is that what it's for? You know, like, what are they what are they preparing for? The march that happened uh, yesterday that 20,000 people showed up to against the vaccine mandates? Is that what they were scared of here, that they spent all this money putting this fence around the White House? I don't think so. I don't think so. And, and you know, if they didn't know, the, or it was 20 to 40,000. Who knows what the exact number is? But, you know, a lot. I was kind of disappointed because a lot of those uh, organizers and so forth were saying, oh, we could have a million people in Washington, D.C., and it was nowhere close to that. And the sound system they had set up for that thing was so over the top, uh, a little disappointing. But anyway, we might talk about that later. Okay, so what are they doing here? And there's another picture right here where you can kind of see down at the bottom there, they've built this little corral section that's a rectangular shape. Uh, you could probably park 30 or 40 buses in there to give you an idea of the size. And it's kind of right off the porch. I don't know if this is the north or south lawn, but right off of the porch, right in front of the door, the main door, they've built this little, looks like a corral to me. And the boards are facing both towards the White House and then towards the outside. And it doesn't appear the ones facing the White House have the little slots in them. But why did they put that secondary fence in there? And it's not something that goes all, you know, it's not like they're putting in two rows of fencing. They just have this little area here that they've sectioned off. Now, I thought that was weird, but I kind of, well, I figure it's for this protest that happened yesterday of course, if they don't know that, you know, with all the spying and stuff that they do, I guarantee you 
they have algorithms and things that will help them determine how many people are showing up to a protest so that they can prepare an appropriate response. Guarantee you they've got people that are doing that in Homeland Security or who knows where else. Um, so, I, you know, I just kind of put it aside at the time when it was happening. I'm like, who knows? Maybe they're just preparing for this narrative to fall apart, for inflation, for, uh, you know, war or something like that. Who knows? And then I saw this video right here. This is from the White House webcam. It's after the barrier's up, and it's in kind of the middle of the night, and I want you to take a close look at this right here. So you can see right here, there's a bunch of birds flying away right there at the top. You just saw that. There they are coming in and flying away. Is there noise that's scaring them off, right? This is night, birds aren't usually there. You can see a guy down at the bottom doing something out of the trunk of a car. You can see a couple taillights. It looks like he's working a piece of equipment, perhaps. We don't really know. And he walks around to the front of the car, so the car's between him and the White House. And then all of a sudden, watch the window on the far left. Look through the trees. For those of you that can see, you'll see some flashes right there, there, and there. And then the next one, boom, 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 boom. And then the next one, boom, 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 boom. And then the next room, boom, 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 boom. Boom, 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 boom. There goes some more birds flying away at night. There goes some more explosions in the next room over. And then we get this boom, boom, boom right there in the First window on the right side of the White House. So we've literally, if you're, you know, this is in front of that corral that we just looked at, right? So we're in, oh, wrong one. That one's the one. That corral is right there in front, and we're looking at the White House from left to right. You get these flashes going on inside of each room. Now, there's been a lot of speculation about, okay, well, what is it, right? What are these things? And people have suggested, well, it's uh, photography. Well, it's a uh, maintenance truck with a yellow siren on the top, you know, uh, flashing light on the top. Something like a security vehicle patrolling. Which, if that's true, and I don't think it is because these are far, far brighter than any kind of light like that. And you're going to see why here as we progress through this. You wouldn't see something like that in the day. But at night, what I would expect to see is those flashes happening in more than one window, reflecting in the glass of more than one window at a time. I would expect to see it maybe reflecting off the columns a little bit, like it's going to light. If it's these things, unless they're Fresnels, they're not going to hit a specific window. It would, it would affect the whole front of the building, right? So what that tells me is, no, this is something from the inside. Now I thought, okay, a mail robot cart with one of those flashing lights on, right? Or maybe they've got some kind of robot cleaner that goes around and cleans the floors and flashes and it's going down the hallway. And maybe just there's something 
the doors closed on those two rooms that didn't do anything kind of on the right side. I, I wasn't sure, right? But if you look very closely here, and let's go back to it, what you will see is that there are multiple point light sources in each room and firing multiple times, right? And they have directionality and they have, uh, they're like, they're shooting sparks, almost like a party popper that you'd pull and the confetti comes out, except this is like, like fire. I, you know, when I first watched it, I thought, is this, is this muzzle flash? That was what came to mind having, you know, shot like a mini 14 at night, a 223 caliber, you'll get that same kind of uh, muzzle flash off of it, but it didn't make sense because the different ways that they all kind of happen at the same time in different directions, I'm like, that wouldn't be one person walking through and pop, 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 kind of thing in each room. Um, so I, I was still kind of like, okay, what is this? What's happening here? What am I watching? Right. And, oh, shoot. You guys couldn't see that. I'm so sorry. Here, let's, let's, uh, I want to show you one more time here. There they are. You see them? Let me see if I can pause on one of them. So there's one that's like above the, the halfway point of the window. And then you can see another one kind of pointing forward at a different angle in the bottom uh, quarter pane. Okay. And see, there's two right center, and there's another one. And then there's the same kind of pattern boom, 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 boom. It's like some of these have the exact same pattern. Now, what are they doing? And why is it? See, there you can see it going off in different directions. And then two rooms skip here. And then if you look very closely, you'll be able to see the author, or I guess whoever's made this video, Rocky uh, uh, Morning Slide, I think, is uh, he's got a Telegram channel that I found these videos on. You can see it right there. It just popped in the very last room on the right. And there it is right there. Boom, boom, and then boom, and the video's done. Okay, so we had... All the way across and if you look through the trees at the very start of this same kind of thing you can see it in the very first window there through the trees you can see the lights flashing when this thing starts no there they are already happening I think it's right here maybe so looking through the trees here it comes. I think he pans back and catches it. You see the guy down there in the car. He basically like takes cover, it looks like, behind his car. And then the fireworks start. Is this a demolition? Are they cutting through some support beams in the middle of the White House, there it goes. Let me see if I can back that up. So 
there you go right there boom and then the next one and then the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one skips two and then hits the very last window what did we just watch i think their detonation charge is going off and now here's another little piece of the puzzle here right so let's go back in the 1940s they took and you know the floors were like sagging and bouncing when you walked on them and whole thing was falling apart so they actually this was the original white house built with you know timber framing and they gutted the inside completely and put in this steel frame so the shell is still remains the same, but inside, that's inside the White House when they did this remodel. They basically kept the shell, built a superstructure steel frame, that's it right there, to support uh, the interior and all the floors and so forth. So if you were going to demo this building, I don't know, maybe you'd want to put up like a wall to keep debris from flying into adjacent buildings, people, structures, whatever. Um, if you were, say, trying to fire a missile into a structure like this one here, I, I mean, I'm sorry, this was, an, this was a jumbo jet made out of aluminum with a radar cone. Those are, you know, radar, very hardened, right, to get the signals through. A lot of protection there. This was like the third ring that it punched through into the Pentagon and made this hole the perfect size of, a, of an airplane. It was definitely not a cruise missile. Uh, but if you were to hit a building with a cruise missile, this is kind of what it would look like, right? Punch a hole in it through the roof or whatever, or drop a bomb on a building. And inside, it is total disaster, right? Nobody's going to work in there. It was what uh, Colin Powell and some of the others were talking about in Iraq when they were showing bombing footage. So if you were to do something like that on a building like this, it would just punch a hole in it. And it wouldn't look all that dramatic from the outside. But say you were trying to pull off some kind of false flag or I don't know what, but bring the whole building down in one grand event, be it a controlled demolition that just leaves Biden and company uh, holding their dick, basically, trying to explain this. Uh, you know, it makes a little more sense now that he's, why he's down here in this studio White House, right? To do all the press, con oh, it's easier just because of all the corona restrictions. This is where I just like to work and meet with people and we can have the press here and all this and that not because of what's happening at the White House. It couldn't be, could it? So if you wanted to bring it down, it would make sense that you would have to cut through these steel beams. And the way they do that is with a shaped charge. It's a charge like this that has a kind of a V at the center so that when it explodes, it shoots out basically like hot molten lava and it will slice right through these I-beams. And I think that right there might just be what we're watching flash in the windows there. Is these steel beams right here being cut through by molten metal. 
and they are preparing this thing to implode on itself, be it from a bomb or a missile from Russia or North Korea or fill-in-the-blank country here or terrorist organization there. Who knows? They could literally blame it on anybody they want. And it brings down the White House. And they're going to stir up all the patriots. They attacked our symbol of freedom. Or perhaps, you know, we also have that weird quote from Biden going, uh, you know, talking about Trump at the White House in Florida. And, of course, we had the, you know, from the election bombing runs and all that, we know that there's an SCIF. That's one of these secret rooms that uh, allows them to conduct confidential meetings and so forth in a secure kind of bunker environment. They took one out to the um, Davos or one of the big uh, meetings that they hold and uh, brought that on site and supposedly took some politicians in there with Trump and maybe laid out what's happening. It's so, so bizarre seeing all of these things and like having these lingering questions to where I just can't dismiss all of this Q stuff. I mean, there's a lot of it that's crap and y'all know that. And I'm happy to uh, point it out. We're going to do some of that with uh, what's in the vaccine supposedly and the nano chips and stuff at the end of the show. But I'm looking at this going, wow, it's really seems like something is happening here. And that's not even all folks. That's not even all. Then, this was later in the night after the demolition guy drives away or is done after the explosions that all of a sudden this happens. Let me blow it up full screen for you guys. Now, see up here at the top by the flagpole, you've got some smoke coming off. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's like a some kind of, I don't know, something venting, a, a furnace or something that came on, and there's a little bit of smoke. Now watch what happens to the bottom of the screen. Do you see how the picture just kind of looks a little strange? <laughs> what in the hell are we looking at? I've watched this feed before, and that stuff, I've never seen that happen. It, it, and what it reminds me of when I'm looking at this thing that just appeared all of a sudden, I'm reminded of this cloak and this was a very crude version of it. It was basically a camera on the front that projected the image on the cloak. So it gave you kind of some camouflage, did like a digital camouflage, but it's a very cheesy implementation, right? Uh, not very practical to use. But there's also talk of like waveguide fabric that will guide the light around and through, through you to where you barely look like you're there. This could be something interdimensional that we're looking at here. Because the next, or I, I don't remember how many nights later it was, but it happened again. And it's even weirder this time. 
I, 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 it almost looks like they're pulling up this sheet of this camouflage fabric or there's some something there that's protruding into this dimension or uh, is sitting there cloaked. I have no idea. Or they're raising this cloth up to hide something. I have no idea. But there it is again. Oh, no, that may be the same one. Ah, damn it. Yeah, no, there is another one that's even more, and that wasn't it. Sorry. It's just, it's very, another one of these, what the hell is this? People have been watching this for over a year since Biden's been in. And if these things were happening, they would get reported. They would come to my attention. They're not happening as far as I know. Glare from a light source. Why hasn't it happened till now? Sorry. That, that doesn't make any sense, okay? What changed? Something had to change. Did they install new lights? Can you show me evidence of anything like that? Because this camera's been out there for years, and there, if that was happening, it would have caught people's attention, and they would have recorded it and made videos about it, and we don't have those. Then there's this, and this is what really pushed me over the edge to where I'm like, okay, we're doing a show about this tonight. This is a few days later. Now, remember those two windows? They were on the right side, the middle two. There's four on the kind of right, right side of the building, off to the side of the porch. The middle two, nothing happened. There were no flashes, right? So did perhaps the wiring, the charges, something failed, and they sat through a safety period and then came back? to do this. Watch. Boom. Let me back that up. Boom, boom, boom. There's three flashes. Boom. Sorry, hold on. Boom. Boom, boom. Right there. And that just happens to be in the window that didn't have those flashes a few nights before. I think it was three days before. Did they come back to finish the job? Maybe rewire those up and then fire them off? Maybe. Are they preparing for a false flag? Is this whole devolution, military coup, Q thing about to unfold in a big way? Maybe. I don't know which, but it's very, very interesting that this is happening. That this kind of stuff is is going on. I hope y'all got to see that. But I keep pressing the wrong buttons here. Okay. Um. Let's see. So that's that's my take on the White House. I I, I have no idea. There's people that are suggesting this is a, a blast wall. People were saying it's all concrete, but that's obviously not true. You can see the plywood uh, right here in this picture. It's, it's concrete at the base. It's like those traffic uh, dividers. And then it's got a plywood wall that looks like four by fours uh, tying the boards together and probably some kind of L bracket underneath it to keep them from being pushed over. 
And of course you have this weird corral thing in front. Like what exactly are they building this for? And what is happening inside? And why is Biden down the street? And why is he talking about a white house in Florida? We'll find out folks. We'll find out. Okay. I love that. All right, let's talk uh, about the narrative here a little bit. We're going to hear from Pasaki here talking about the protest yesterday, the anti-vaxxers. Just one last one. Uh, just yesterday in D.C., not far from here, actually, there was an anti-mask, uh, yeah. anti-lockdown rally where oh, you know, oh. some of the rhetoric around that was talking about. She is ready for this one. Folks, she's ready for this one. She just flipped her notebook open. She's got pages. She's got a paragraph for this one ready, right? Of course she does. Nuremberg-style trials to, to you know, hold Anthony Fauci to account, to go after the media for spreading lies, things like this. I'm just wondering how the, how the administration is going to respond to what appears to be a growing intensity and potential for violence in the anti-vax movement. Well, we... She got him. She found him just in time. Good job, Jen. Good job. Tell us, please. We are well aware that there is a loud and vocal minority. Loud and vocal minority, right? There's only a few of them. We're just going to discount them because there's not that many of them. They're just uh, empowered through social media and media through social media. That's censoring them left and right because, you know, there's not very many of them and it would be very easy to do. But somehow they're not able to do it because there's so few of them because they're such just a vocal minority that they can't seem to get this off of their platforms, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, on and on. Platforms that proliferate disinformation. But it's all disinformation, folks. Politicians who espouse conspiracy theories and fundraise off of opposition to public health. We know that. We all- <laughs> so that's what Rand Paul's doing. He's not uncovering science. He's fundraising off of opposition to public health, right? I mean, it's not like he's a doctor or anything, is it? Oh, wait, yes, yes, he is. But that doesn't matter. We also know that 87% of American adults have at least one shot. Now, that's according to their numbers. I'm not so sure I'm going to believe that. I don't think it's anywhere close to that. That may be how many they bought and how many they've distributed, but I don't think they know exactly how many, or they're telling us how many have gone into arms of individuals. That's the vast, vast majority. Uh, And over 210 million Americans are fully vaccinated. So our view is that it's wrong, it's dangerous, and it stands in the way of a coordinated effort to save more American lives. Except your vaccines aren't saving more American lives, are they? They're costing American lives because they're dangerous and they come with side effects that are beyond just catching COVID like heart attacks and rare cancers and neurological damage and everything else. But she doesn't want to talk about that. She wants to talk about the loud and vocal minority empowered through social media and media platforms that proliferate disinformation and politicians that espouse conspiracy theories to fundraise against public health. They're trying to kill people. Of course, they're just talking to the vaccinator. We're going to look at some of these people. They're still afraid to go to movie theaters. But first, I want to point this article out to you. This is one of my listeners sent me this. This is Facebook, Meta. 
they got a new AI cluster, super cluster, <laughs> research super cluster. They're using it for research, you know, will be the fastest in the world once fully built out in mid-2022. AI can currently perform tasks like translating text between languages and helping identify potentially harmful content. But developing the next generation of AI will require powerful supercomputers capable of quintillions of operations per second to seamlessly analyze text, images, and video together, develop new augmented tools of reality, and more. Yeah, sounds great, doesn't it? To fully realize the benefits of advanced AI, various domains, whether vision, speech, language, will require training increasingly large and complex models especially for critical use cases like identifying harmful content. What is, how would they define harmful content? Well, I think it's going to be anything that goes against the government narrative, as we've seen through this whole scamdemic. Any, if, if hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin are a problem, then we'll outlaw them and let people die so that we can push this vaccine that's going to make us billions and billions of dollars for the pharmaceutical drug cartels and Fauci, who's getting a little kickback on every booster. But that's not a problem because, you know, he is the science. With risk, we can more, this is their AI supercomputer they're building, we can more quickly train models that use multimodal signals to determine whether an action, sound, or image is harmful or benign. They're going to be able to watch through my videos now and ban them whenever they show up or anybody else that's a conspiracy theorist or spreading harmful content or misinformation like um, the cloth masks don't work which the CDC now admits, or like the vaccines don't stop infection or spread, which the CDC now admits. But, you know, they were banning people for saying these things. And this is the strategy. Like, this is their best hope at regaining control of the narrative at getting their prostitutes back in charge because they are being absolutely slaughtered by reality, death by a thousand cuts from people like me who are willing to break down their narrative and point out their flaws and share it with other people and get banned off of their stupid platforms for speaking the truth. So now they're coming in with the most powerful computer they've ever built to be able to look through videos and analyze my speech. That's what Twitter Spaces is doing right now. You know, I'm very much reminded of the whole AI in Westworld Season 3. Like, what do you think you guys that watch this can see the text being translated in real time? What are they doing with that? Well, one thing they're doing is triggering ads because when I talked about a certain medical condition, I started getting ads for, in a show, I started getting ads in my feed for treatments of that medical condition. But I think the other thing is they're taking all of these conversations and putting them into an AI to teach it things. So they're building these traps all around us. But I think, 
I might still be able to even outsmart them. We'll find out. <laughs> Not that it matters, though. This is also driving innovation and moving people away from these platforms because it is getting so ridiculous. But they are, make no mistake, they have lost control of the narrative, and this is their desperation move to try and get it back. Throw as much money at it as we can and build the fastest AI computer that can help us censor these guys better than we can today. We need to be able to monitor them all and shut down anybody that's going against the narrative. They want total control. Bump my drink there. Okay. Let's go to, let's go back over here. And I want to go through Fauci. Now, he did a little appearance here on ABC this week with some lady. Let's hear what he's got to say. To up. But if the pattern follows the trend that we're seeing in other places, such as the Northeast, I believe that you will start to see a turnaround throughout the entire country. Since it's a large country and a great deal of variation in the uh, degree of vaccinations that we have in one region compared to another, ultimately they're all going to go in the same direction. They're Oh, they're all going to go in the same direction. Is that because of natural immunity, Fauci? Maybe a bit more pain and suffering with hospitalizations in those areas of the country that have not been fully vaccinated. Well, you know, it's, it's rather interesting what we're seeing in Australia, in the UK, in Israel, in all sorts of other places is that's not actually true that the vaccinated are dying at higher rates than the unvaccinated. And that when people are catching Omicron, COVID, they have a much, much harder time with it being vaccinated than the unvaccinated. Now, sure, there are exceptions and people with cases and so forth. But again, we also have a system where the data is manipulated intentionally and corrupted. And we, you know, Ron Johnson had another hearing with a lot of the people that were up there for the march yesterday that he held today that was five, five and a half hours long. Excellent. I haven't seen it all, but I managed to watch some of it live today. And Dr. Mary Bowden was there, or Bowden, I don't know which it is. I need to ask her. Um, she was there. She was one of the speakers. I haven't seen her speech yet, but I did see her in the front row while some other folks were, were speaking. And I'll go through and put some clips together. We'll probably do a show on that because... They were getting into some of the things that we've been talking about in the last couple episodes. Now, they didn't talk Moderna gene sequence from a 2017 Moderna patent inside of coronavirus, something the odds of which are just astronomically high. It didn't happen naturally. This is an engineered bioweapon. It's time we start telling the truth. Uh, but... They, you know, and it was, there was another thing that was really interesting about this. One of the doctors brought up, and it may have been Malone or, or McCullough, I can't remember. But they brought up how this thing is the P53 gene. It, it's what that thing is doing is enabling a sequence. It, it enables your body to check the DNA for problems. And if that gets switched off, it doesn't do it. 
So you could, your body could be replicating something bad for you, like a cancer, because this P53 gene has been downregulated. And this gets into the whole three prime UTR. They were, this is something they were talking about today. And the human mitochondrial DNA in the vaccine, in the spike protein, in the spurge cleavage, spurring cleavage site. And there was, you know, some back and forth amongst the people there. But I mean, it was, it was very interesting. This thing is coming to the forefront in a big way. And they're just chugging along like usual because, you know, they have their AI that's going to fix all of these problematic people telling the truth and replace them with the narrative. Go up. But if the pattern follows the trend that we're seeing in other places, such as the Northeast, I believe that you will start to see a turnaround throughout the entire country. Since it's a large country and a great deal of variation in the uh, degree of vaccination that we have in on one this. region compared to another, ultimately they're all going to go in the same direction. There may be a bit more pain and suffering with hospitalizations in those areas of the country that have not been fully vaccinated or have not gotten boosters. But we do know, and that these are the recent data that have come out from the CDC, that even with Omicron... Now, of course, <laughs> the CDC, they've been so accurate through this whole thing. Like when they told us, get the vaccine, you can go back, life can go back to normal. Get the vaccine, you won't catch COVID. Get the vaccine. You won't die if you catch COVID. You won't be hospitalized. Now we're down to, well, some protective effect. Boosting makes a major, major difference. Of course, boosting is an outright lie. We went through the model because of the CDC's perverted definition of, well, you get the shot and then 14 days later you're counted as boosted, which means if you're one of the people who has an adverse reaction you catch COVID, you test positive for COVID, and you get sick after you got the booster in the first two weeks, the first 14 days, they're going to tag that with people who didn't take the booster. They're going to count you as unvaccinated, a group you're no longer a part of, and blame people who didn't take the booster shot. What does that do? It's going to have the effect of making the double vaccinated look very bad compared to the vaccinated. And the fact, the simple fact is because of the way that the pharmaceutical drug cartels have instructed the, you know, tough regulatory agency that both regulates the pharmaceutical drug cartels and promotes the pharmaceutical drug cartels products to the American people. I mean, that's a great combination for that agency. No conflict of interest there, right? What could possibly go wrong? They always use their own studies. They always use their own studies, and it's darndest thing. Their studies 100% contradict what's happening in the UK, uh, to the Danish, to the Israelis, to the Australians. It's like complete opposite somehow. It's weird, right? I mean, so strange why America is so different. It's like they're taking a different shot or something, even though it's the same one being given all around the world, right? Oh, boy. Okay. Let me see here. Let's keep going. There's a little bit In more. protecting you from hospitalization 
and severe outcomes. So things are looking good. We don't want to get overconfident. It doesn't even do that. But they all look like they're going in the right direction right now. But, but then... <laughs> to up. But if the pattern follows... Now, there was, she, she asked a question, and I didn't have time to grab this little clip, but he's talking about, well, we can pretty much get things back to normal when it gets to, you know, it's never going to go away. Now, of course, they were quoted as saying, we've got to eliminate COVID. Of course, you can't do that. It's ridiculous. But he's saying, well, when it gets to a very low level that it's not a problem, he's going to let us know that threshold. It's not something he can just state, right? He's got to evaluate the whole situation, meaning I've got to have dictatorial powers to enforce whatever kind of ridiculous measures I deem necessary, you know, being the science and all. The trend that we're seeing. That was what he was saying he, you know, needed in order to properly control coronavirus. In other places, such as the Northeast, I believe that you will start to see a turnaround throughout the entire country. Since it's a large country and a great deal of variation in the uh, degree of vaccinations that we have in one region compared to another, ultimately they're all going to go in the same direction. There may be a bit more pain and suffering with hospitalizations in those areas of the country that have not been fully vaccinated or have not gotten boosters. But we do know, and that these are the recent data, they look like they're going in the right Okay, sorry, I played that twice. I get distracted. <laughs> okay. I'd like it to get down to that level Here it is. where it doesn't disrupt us in the sense of getting back to a degree of normality. That's the best case scenario. We've got to be prepared for the worst case scenario. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but we have to be prepared which is, I think, what you were alluding to a moment ago, that we get yet again another variant that has characteristics that would be problematic, like a high degree of transmissibility or Mm. a high degree of virulence. But Like would would come from, you know, vaccinating across all age groups into a pandemic, causing escape pressure for the virus, like that, like what created Omicron. I mean, their entire approach has caused this entire problem we would have been done with this by now if they had just done nothing again the more people that we get vaccinated the more people we get boosted the supplies of therapies which are going to be really important in preventing people from progressing to advanced disease we're stocking up on that getting many many more tests tests in the in the in the form of what we've been talking about over the last week a half a billion tests coming out now and another half a billion very soon thereafter. If we have those things in place, vaccine, testing, mask, therapy, we could keep it at that low level. That would be the best case scenario. Let's talk about. This is not just a strategy to part you from your wealth, whatever wealth is left in the dollar. No, no. This is about saving America and saving lives and controlling the coronavirus. We'd like it to get down to that level. The vaccines and the boosters, you have talked about how effective, especially the boosters are. Risk of severe illness reduced by as much as 94% with Delta, 84% with Omicron. Which is complete bullshit, right? What about the next booster shot for a substantial part? That comes from manipulating the definition and pushing people who have 
vaccine side effects and catch COVID after getting the shot because, well, the shot is making them sick, okay? There's a lot of people. Oh, there goes Twitter. There's a lot of people. Hold on, let me get this set back. Sorry. Hey, uh, I'm going to make, um, invite someone to co-host so that if that starts getting kicked, it won't, um, it won't uh, end the stream and break it up. So if one of y'all could accept, that'd be great. All right. So by manipulating those definitions, they are making it look like there's an effectiveness where one simply doesn't exist. And the truth is these vaccines are harming more people than they will ever, ever help. They are not even relevant. They come with such horrific side effects that, uh, there we go. Sorry. Okay. Uh, they come with such horrific side effects that, uh, they're incredibly dangerous incredibly dangerous and should be halted immediately across the board of the population they're now moving into the fifth month of their booster so does it lose its effectiveness and how soon should they get another one if that's your advice well the answer margaret honestly is that we don't know because we don't know the durability of protection oh they don't i think we have a pretty good idea that with each successive shot, it's shorter lived and degrades quicker and quicker and doesn't just drop people off at zero, it leaves them more likely to get sick. Two and a half, two and a quarter times more likely to get sick with COVID. And that's not even counting the heart attacks and the deaths and the neurological damage and everything else that these poor people are experiencing. For, from the third shot boost of an mRNA, and the second shot boost of a J&J. &J. Certainly, you are going to see the antibody levels go down. That's natural. Of course, what's unnatural is not ever mentioning that in your effectiveness numbers because it's a bell curve, right? The effectiveness goes up and then goes down. And they did all their studies for six months because that's the duration of the effectiveness before it goes back below 50%. And it peaks at in you know in the 90s according to their screwy models that are basically manipulating the data. But there's an element of the immune response, B cell memory and T cell responses, where even though you do see a diminution of antibody levels, it is quite conceivable, and I hope it's true, that the third He hopes it's true, folks. He hopes it's true that these vaccines are gonna work. We went from, it will stop you from catching COVID to, he hopes it's true. Third shot boost will give a much greater durability of protection. We're he hopes it's true that it'll be more durable, but it's not, data says, it's not even experts says at this point, he's on a wing and a prayer at this point. Following that very carefully, and when I say protection, Martha, I mean protection against severe disease you will protection against that's it right because those antibodies these vaccines they don't trigger a response in the respiratory or the digestive tract which is where you're going to be exposed to a coronavirus right they don't produce antibodies 
behind the lungs that sit behind the mucous membrane and, and come out and attack because they're going about this the backwards way, injecting it past all the body's defenses into your bloodstream and creating a single antigen response. And, oh, by the way, the little spike protein that they induce your body to start creating is a toxic bioweapon with HIV inserts, a forage cleaving site insert, all that just popped up in this SARS coronavirus for the first time with no you know, logical or reasonable explanation how all this foreign DNA, some of which comes from a 2017 Moderna patent, ended up in the wild, wild coronavirus. And just happens to also be produced by the vaccine, where it then goes around your body, gets into the nucleus of the cell, inhibits DNA repair, shuts down, downregulates your immune system, gets uh, pointed out on the exposed to the exterior of the cell where the immune system sees it sometimes because, you know, it's HIV and it masks its appearance from the immune system as best it can. But when it does, it sends in killer T cells to kill those cells, which is kind of a problem because, well, it's your heart and your lung cells that are being killed, which releases all the spike proteins so they can circulate through your vascular system bind to ACE2 receptors in the endothelial layer, cause blood clotting and heart attacks and all kinds of other problems. They can get into your brain and cause all kinds of neurological problems. They can get into your ovaries and cause all kinds of reproductive problems. Get into your testes and cause who knows what, same kind of thing, reproductive problems. And it all ties back to, you know, we went through this in the last show. It all ties back to these various studies that they have been doing over the last 10 years. Plus, you know, they talked about, well, we didn't just develop this. We've been working on this technology for a while. Yeah. We saw step by step. Oh, we're going to add these uh, dual proline substitution to prevent uh, misfolding, which will turn the spike protein into a prion. Did we test to find out if it works? No, no, we didn't do that. But that's okay. You're the test. You're the animal that we're going to test this on. Now, when they did give the shots with the lipid nanoparticle, when they were testing that out to pigs, the second one, they started having heart attacks. Hmm. But don't worry about that. Fauci really hopes that it's going to work this time. the vaccines and the boosters okay we'll come back to Stu peters i want to do that a little bit later and i want to go back here to talk about uh talk about the narrative now this is peter ducey um he's the fox guy at the white house asked some tough questions of pisaki and some of these um press conferences and so forth, but it's really kind of softball stuff based on what's actually, you know, like I've sent him some questions. <laughs> I don't think he's going to actually ever ask one, but you know, who knows, maybe in a, in a few weeks or a few months that'll become acceptable to ask because the narrative will have corroded that much more. But here he is with Biden. And I want you to hear what was said here. School reopenings. Oh, wait. Oh, 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 no. Hold on. 
I might have these out of order. Oh, damn it. Where'd it go? Yeah, I think it's this one. Okay, here we go. So this is, I guess, end of a press conference or something. The press is being shooed out. There's Ducey right there, kind of in the back. He's tall. He's got a black mask on, red tie. Do you think of inflation as a political liability in the midterms was his question that he asked. Okay. What's Biden's response? It's a, a great moment here. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. More inflation. That's a great asset. He more says, that's a great asset, referring to more inflation. More inflation. What a stupid son of a bitch. What a stupid son of a bitch. Biden is sitting there saying inflation, lowering the quality of life of Americans is a great asset. Why? I don't know exactly. I mean, he knows why he said that. I don't. I can guess maybe gives him leverage to force caught deals, you know, with these companies that benefit the family business. You know what I'm saying? Hunter's going to do real well on some artwork here. <laughs> and like, what the hell? What was that? Here's another one. Now, he did this. It was two and a half hour press briefing. And it's so funny looking at some of the Democrat uh, CNN reporters and stuff. They're like, he did incredible. You know, two and a half hours, answered every question, uh, didn't stumble, was coherent. You know, they're just praising this right here. Watch his performance. Or closures become a potent midterm issue for Republicans to win back the suburbs. Oh, I so the question is, are these school closures and masking guidelines going to be an important issue for the midterms? I think it could be, but I hope in God that they're, uh, that, look. Come on, man. Maybe I'm kidding myself. But as time goes on, the voter yeah. who is uh -huh. just trying to figure out, as I said, uh -huh. how to take care of their family, put three squares on the table, stay safe, be able to pay their mortgage or their yeah. rent, et cetera, uh, has, is becoming mm -hmm. much more informed on the... Um, Come on, man. What is he doing? The motives of um, some of the political players and some of the... And the political parties. And I think uh -huh. that they are. What was the question again? Wasn't it about schools and masks? Not going to be as susceptible to believing some of the outlandish things that have been said and continue to be said. You know, every, every president, not necessarily in the first 12 months, but every president in the first couple of years, most every president, excuse me, of the last presidents, at least four of them, have had polling numbers that are 44% favorable. So it's this idea that, but you all, not you all, but now. 
Anyway, he goes in, goes on to say, oh, y'all are focusing on the 33% approval rating poll, and there's other ones that are 44%. So this just doesn't apply to me. Get the AI done, Facebook. <laughs> oh, man, it is falling apart. He can't even answer. Like, he's just getting lost. He's losing his mental faculties. It's sad to see. Okay. Now, uh, let me see. Yeah, let's go here. This was really interesting. So this is a lady at, I think, the uh, the protest yesterday. I want you to hear what she's got to say. Now, would you be interested in talking to me about why it's important that you're protesting this today? Because I'm not a selfish person who thinks it's all about me. If we could get a 90% Herd immunity, not 90% herd immunity, which can't come from the vaccines. And uh, by the way, started at 60% and then it became 70. And well, 70 to 80 was not a big deal, according to Fauci. So we just bumped it up to 80 and now it's 90. And she's still following along like, yeah, whatever they tell me. These people are selfish. Despite this whole narrative falling apart, there are still people under the mass formation controlled by the propaganda. Natural immunity. We can get back to our lives. No consideration, no idea that like there's unvaccinated people who've had corona and are actually have superior protection, according to 100-plus studies showing this. Vaccinated? I am double vaccinated and boosted. How many booster shots are you willing to get? As many as it takes. So Whatever they tell me. Look at her. She's like backed up, closed her fist, looking down at her, eyelids closed, you know, lowered halfway like you stupid idiot. Why would you even ask me that question? Because it's inconceivable. To go against the narrative. These people are saving her, not killing her. Like 10, 20, 30? As many as it takes because I'm not a selfish bastard. I want to get back to my life. Yeah, that's never going to happen. And these fools have just been lied to and manipulated. And they're still holding on to those lies. Takes 10. I am going to take 10. What if they never let you get back to your life, though? I'm not a selfish bastard. I want to get. She can't even answer that one. She's just going to repeat the talking point and do the virtue signaling. Back to my life. If everybody would just cooperate and do what it needs to do, we would have been out of this a year ago. But now we're going to be, going to be three years. And these people have no idea that the opposite is true. If we had just ignored the government, we would have been done with this a year ago. But now it's back with Delta and Omicron and the next one, as long as they keep vaccinating and making more and more people start pressuring this virus to evade that protection. It's simple as that. Four years and five years because of a self, I said a selfish, self-righteous jackasses. 
Now would you be? And then she walks away because she can't possibly handle any criticisms of what she's just said. And here's another one. I'm vaxxed and boosted, but thought the, but the thought of going to a movie theater still gives me a minor panic attack of anxiety. Where are you at with this one? I'm like, nope, living life. <laughs> but there's people in here. I'm missing my mom's 93rd birthday party today because my sister invited her best friend who refuses to get vaccinated. I don't recognize people anymore that have been in my world for years. <laughs> I'm vaccinated and boosted, and I have had asthma since birth. Same. COVID is no joke. If only people knew half of what COVID is doing to people, more people would use more caution. Read about COVID long haulers or the long-lasting side effects people are having even after a mild case without symptoms. I bet that's another vaccinated person who thinks COVID got them sick and doesn't understand it was actually the vaccine. Attacking their own body, attacking their own organs, shutting down their immune system, shutting down the checks on DNA replication. Wake up, people. Wake up. Vax boosted and immunocompromised. So here's somebody like the little girl, the 13-year-old, 14-year-old girl who made the video and died five days later was with just one shot. She was immunocompromised. And the parents pushed and pushed for it, but they didn't actually test the vaccine on any immunocompromised people. And now whatever immunity you had left is now going to be under attack from the spike protein, which is going to get into the nucleus of the cell and downregulate your immune system and start causing mutations. So good luck, Rachel. And like these people are just... The kids, uh, I could I could live the rest of my life never going to a theater again, but the tween, oof, they are fiending for a social life. There's been so much growth and maturity during these last couple of years. They just want to spread their wings and go, but I'm terrified. What these people are doing to their kids is disgraceful. All right. This is, uh, these are two of the lawyers. One is Lee Dundas. She's, uh, I think she lives in the UK and she's talked about a lot of the legal challenges and ways to challenge the mandates and so forth and force reviews and, and things like that. And the other guy is uh, Thomas Rents. He's the one that has the CMS whistleblowers and now he's coming out with some additional Defense Department whistleblowers. And one of them is the pilot uh, that grounded three pilots and then they said, well, and she became a whistleblower and they said, well, you can't see sick pilots anymore, only healthy ones. All three have, have given me this data. I have declarations from all three. This data is under penalty. Uh, this is under penalty of perjury. We intend to submit this to the courts. Uh, we have substantial data showing that uh, we saw, for example, uh, miscarriages increased by 300% over the five-year average, almost. Uh, we saw... Now, one of my listeners, uh, his wife, is a medical billing, uh, works in medical billing and for, for OBGYNs, and they had a bunch of them on a call, and the doctors on this call were asking, what's with all the miscarriages? And nobody could figure it out. Of course, the spike protein collects in the ovaries. It's 
causing all of these mental problems, bleeding and so forth, which says it's doing damage. It's doing serious damage to these women's reproductive systems. And with everything else that we see in these vaccines, we could literally be looking at a, um, what is it, children of man situation where there's just no more babies or the handmaiden's tale. Uh, almost 300% increase in cancer over the five-year average. Can Rapid-acting, fast-acting cancers that kill the patients before. They can even get the biopsy back. This is what Dr. Cole has seen. It started out at 20x a few months back. Now it's at 300x. Cancer is not being talked about except for by Dr. Ryan Cole. Thank you, doctor. Uh, we saw... This one's amazing. Neurological. So f neurological issues which would affect our pilots. Over a thousand percent increase. A so thousand. Ten times. That's ten times rate and obviously that resonates. 83,000 per year. To, I'm sorry. 82,000 per year to 863,000 in one year. Our soldiers are being experimented on injured, and sometimes possibly killed. Dr. Corey, thank you so much for your stance on the corruption. That's precisely what it is. They know this. And, Senator, uh, when these doctors are attacked, not necessarily the people in this room, I'm give, not giving names, they call me. I'm the one dealing with the medical boards. I'm the one watching the witch hunts. I'm the one fighting them off, and I'm the one telling them where to go. I'm going to keep doing that. Senator, we also have... Uh, let me give you this last thing, and then I'll shut up and uh, get out of your way. 9-28-2021, Project Salus weekly report. Project Salus is a defense, defense department initiative where they report and contra uh, they take all this data that doesn't exist, supposedly, and they give it to the CDC. They're watching these vaccines. On that date, mm -hmm. and around that date, I have numerous instances where Fauci and that entire crew were saying, it's a crisis of unvaxxed. It's 99% unvaxxed in the hospital. Lies. In Project Salus, in the weekly report, the DOD document says specifically, 71% of new cases are in the fully vaxxed and 60% of hospitalizations are in the fully vaxxed. This is corruption at the highest level. We need investigations. The Secretary of Defense needs investigated. The CDC needs to be investigated. And, and none of that's going to happen. <sighs> because it is what it is. It's their system. Is it all of this? Someone's saying the sound is overmodulated. Is it all of it, like my microphone, or just that video? You can let me know. Okay. I've said they won't be able to walk down the street. And, well, this is a French politician, Romain uh, Grau, who published vaccine passport, who pushed for vaccine passports. He got surrounded and punched by protesters in front of his office in Pergen Pan protesters also broke his window. These people are not going to be able to walk down the street. Okay, just the videos. Thank you. I can maybe fix that. Let me see. Just bring it down a little bit. I don't know. It's probably going to take some tweaking offline. We just have to deal with it for now. Um, I love this one. Now, some of you guys are pointing out rightly that this was uh oh, where was this this is in belgium 
they had a peaceful protest with like a hundred thousand people. There was a, another massive one in Sweden, and uh, this was Antifa that caused this little riot. They're throwing these crowd dividers down on the police who stupidly retreated to low ground in the subway. And then they roll this dumpster down the stairs that's actually burning. And now the tunnel that they're in is filling with toxic smoke that they can't breathe. (laughs) It's just like, oh, not a wise move, cops. Not a wise move. And I think more of that is coming. Whether it's Antifa or not, people are getting fed up with this narrative. And they're just going to keep steaming ahead and hope that they can smooth it over and explain away the deaths and censor with their new AI platform and get away with this. Meanwhile, here's Canada. Several of you have sent me, Sam, Sam. This is this big trucker convoy where they're driving real slow on these border routes. This one's supposedly 70 kilometers, which is like 30 miles, I believe. And people are lining the streets to show their support. This narrative is dying, folks. Puppet show on the Canadian flag. I love that. And these things are growing and spreading. It's getting very interesting. Very, very interesting. All right. Remember this guy, Arnie? He's got a message for you or had a message for us. There's still people. This is August 13th, this summer last year. Living denial. There's still people to live in denials. There's still. We're in denial. People that don't believe in masks. There's still people out there that say, well, we don't have. Still people that don't believe in masks, like. The cloth mask that the CDC now no longer believes in either, Arnie. How'd that work out? It was social distancing and all this kind of stuff. There is misinformation out there. Uh-huh. And my point of it was basically... Like the if you take the vaccine, your life will go get back to normal and you won't catch COVID and you won't get hospitalized and you won't die? Like that misinformation? Look, there's no one that knows more about a bicep than I do because I studied this issue for 50 years. I, I, I bet I actually know more about this vaccine than you do, Arnie. And the same is also with the virus. There are people out there that are experts that study this year after year after year, and that they're experienced, like Dr. Fauci, that has been in this, uh, you know, studied this year after year, like Fauci. His entire life. Uh huh. Like uh, when during the, the AIDS epidemic, when he experimented on those orphan kids without a guardian, completely illegal and unethical. And a war crime or like when he, uh, you know, pushed the AZT drug on HIV patients, which was actually killing them rather than helping them. Kind of like what he's doing with remdesivir right now. And of course, these treatments that Biden, that Pisaki was talking about, those are the, you know, the pharmaceutical versions of ivermectin. (laughs) Yeah, great track record. I mean, why would you not believe someone like that? So I don't know, Arnie. I don't know. I believe our Lord and Savior, Dr. Anthony Fauci. He is the science. And there's so many other scientists out there and experts on this subject. So I believe. And 
Yeah, that all agree with it, with this, right? Because the ones who don't are getting attacked and deplatformed and stripped of their medical license and losing their careers. Them and I follow them very carefully. And of course, sometimes uh, things are happening that are unexpected. So then you have to make the adjustments in order. But I think people should know there is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way we prevent it is, is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. Mm. No, screw your freedom. Because with freedom oh. comes obligations and, uh, and kind of responsibilities. So there's still people. And who's got the responsibilities if something goes wrong with the shot that you want to force on me because screw my freedom. Of course, how's this working out for you, Arnie? Oh, turns out not so good. That's his SUV on top of the Prius. Apparently, screw your Prius, too. He was in a rather bad car accident. And I'm sure it's a total coincidence that he's vaccinated and not he's not experiencing brain fog or anything like that, is he? No, just a coincidence, just a coincidence, folks. Can't remember what that one was. Here's another one. Angry right now. I'm a divorced dad, so no direct control over what happens in the other home to 10-year-old daughter. She got vaxxed yesterday against my wishes, now in the hospital with heart issues. I can't imagine. There's another one. This is somebody I followed for a while that follows me. Uh, I found out today that my ex-husband's first wife died. Uh, I know that sounds weird, but they got together in high school and had a baby at 17. I married him in my early 20s, and I liked her, and we raised our uh, their daughter t- together. People are dying out of nowhere is horrible, or people dying out of nowhere is horrible. And I asked, if it, it, is it vaccine-related? And she said, yep, she was a nurse and had to to keep her job. What a shame. What an absolute shame. Here's a mail truck. This is from Dooner. He's the the uh, shipping guy, the freight guy. Uh, I, I assume this is recent. It may not be. I don't know. Didn't track down the source of it. There weren't enough comments at the time, but I went ahead and threw it in because we've seen a lot of these happening. A lot. And of course... From this other account when I was maybe banned. These are uh, Australian calls. I think this is South Australia. Calls to ambulances over a couple days. And you can see chest pain, 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 chest pain. A whole nother page of those and a whole nother page of those. But there's nothing to see here because the vaccines are perfectly safe and effective, right? Here's another one. Day six of COVID. Now my wife and kids have it too. All of us vax. Wife and I both boosted not long ago. Uh, Everybody we know who has had Omicron. Sorry, hold on. Okay. Uh, Who has had Omicron was vaxxed. Most also boosted. So I got to ask, what's the point of the vaccine passports now? That There is absolutely no justification for those whatsoever. 
makes zero sense. Is it security theater prepping for a social credit system? Absolutely. They're new powers and controls that they've usurped and they never plan to give them back. And here's somebody else replying, my adult son, my husband and I are on day four. My husband is unvaccinated. He's doing way, way, way better than uh, my adult son and I. What the fuck? This is not what we were told would happen at all. I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong. Harder to buy into the narrative now, though. Yeah, should be. Within 10 days, I experienced significant hearing loss in my left ear. It was something I, tinnitus and so forth. I first noticed it when I tried to do some mastering work in my home studio. I'm simply literally unable to hear much of the audio content in the music. So this is a guy that uh, produces music and he was trying to master something and he just couldn't hear, couldn't hear to do that anymore. Here's another one. Um, Obviously, as you know, I'm trying to be transparent as I can and is now more important than ever. On December 22nd, I got my booster vaccination because I didn't want to struggle with this when the season started. I was told that it was safer to get Pfizer, even though I had Moderna the first time. Well, there's no actual data on that, so we have no idea. That was just a lie that they tell you. To avoid cardiac side effects. On December 22nd, I felt tightness in the chest and started feeling dizzy while walking up the stairs. This happened a few more times until I decided to check in with a cardiologist who diagnosed me with pericarditis, inflammation of the thin membrane surrounding the heart. Usually affects older Uh, You can see she's uh, a runner, and I think it looks like she's at a track meet and healthy and very little body fat, which I think kind of predisposes these people to heart issues. I'm now not allowed to get my heart rate up for a few weeks to allow my heart to rest and heal from the inflammation. Well, it doesn't heal. There's scar tissue there being created, but it stops killing tissue, dealing with tissue damage. I'm still doing everything I can with my coach to keep my muscles moving. He's doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, I have to admit that I'm upset at the situation because we don't talk enough about the side effects. I feel helpless since this is completely out of my control. I'm glad the vaccine helped avoid many deaths and reduce the pressure on the hospitals and hospital staff. However, I'm frustrated that myself as well as other young and healthy people are suffering from these healthy, uh, from hev- heavily from side effects from these heavy side effects. So, and again, these people just don't realize that it's the vaccine that's making them sick and they just keep going back for more and more and more. And it's not pretty when this game of musical chairs ends. Here's another one same. I'm up yet another night because I can't bear to listen to my heart beating like a broken washing machine. What the fuck is in Pfizer's vaccine? Why is this happening to me? They all said this was safe. And then that's in reply to another person here talking about getting their booster and uh, having these heart palpitations as well. And they're like still blindly supporting the vaccine. Hmm, that's weird. I gave blood, but got a call. I was vaxxed and I said, no, I was expecting to be uh, told my blood was no longer worthy, but instead... Uh, of that, the woman practically begged me to give blood this week. Anyone know what the deal is? So I haven't been able to really verify this one, but uh, if this is true, it signals something very troubling. And I did have on my Rumble channel somebody that did that. We showed the video, I think, of the woman in Brazil that was doing a little 
uh, forget what it is, but drawing blood with this little tiny needle and little tube. And she was saying she's done it thousands of times, tens of thousands of times, I think. No, I think she said 7,000 times at least. And she never used to have problems with the blood clotting in the tube until the vaccine started rolling out. So take it for what it's worth. Here's uh, public blames mom, not the vax. I don't know what that one is. We're just going to skip it. Um, well, maybe not. Hold on. Let's see. Oh, teen girl dies after second Pfizer vaccine shot. Yeah. Sure, it's just a coincidence, right? All of these. This is anecdotal info, so take it for what it's worth. My uh, manager's daughter got both doses of the Pfizer vaccine months ago. Today, she is hospitalized from COVID. My father's friend got both Pfizer doses four months ago. Last week, he died from COVID. Keep your masks on. Yeah, or maybe maybe take them off so you can actually think and use your brain. Albert Ebaz, a top Israeli fashion designer known for his industry-altering influence in the Paris fashion industry, died Saturday from the coronavirus in a Paris hospital. He was 59 years old. He's infected with the South African COVID variant, Omicron, which not from South Africa, but whatever. Uh, despite being fully vaccinated, he has three siblings living in Israel. Yeah, another one bites the dust, right? Singer Cantor Malurio died at the age of 28 due to pulmonary thrombo thrombobium boilism. I don't know what that is, sorry. That led to three cardiac arrests. Of course, here's uh, Adele, I believe it is. She had to cancel her show because the crew was all out sick. And they just couldn't pull the show together in time to go live, I think, the next night. And some people had already traveled. She felt really bad, released this video where she's crying about it. But, like, this is what we can expect, I think. And I think this will continue even after the whole Omicron wave departs. Is that these vaccinated people are going to get sick. And that's where the narrative really eats dirt, right? becomes this dead horse. After I took the first Pfizer vaccine, I have to speak out my first jab. I had my first jab because I was made to believe it was the correct thing to do by our government. But after a week now, it's changed my life and turned it on its head. I'm now having full body paralysis and seizures. Yeah, yeah, I am. And she's walking around with a walker. You can do it, huh? And just kind of drops into the couch. Can't really sit down. She has to think about it. Fall down. Lift her legs up. To get into bed. And that could be the rest of her life. Until some kind of immune deficiency or cancer or whatever ends up shortening it. But according to Ron Johnson, the people aren't ready for that yet. Yeah, yeah, I am. I just don't get it.
Uh, let's see. That's it, folks. Um, if you're on Spaces and you want to jump in with a question or comment or something, you can do that now. Just uh, signal that you'd like to speak, and uh, I'll bring you in. I'm going to jump over here to chat. Again, that White House stuff, I just think, is really, uh, really fascinating. Of course, Howard Stern, he's turned into, like, Howard Hughes, basically. Afraid to leave his house, apparently. Um, because of all these filthy unvaxxed. I mean, these people just, oh. I feel sorry for them. They've been duped. And they don't want to admit it. They just don't want to admit it. All right. Sound seems a little low. Yeah, I'm kind of tweaking it here. I think I may have something, some issue. I've, I've opened, have an issue with OBS that I'm trying to sort through. Definitely, I need to just get away from it. So uh, whenever you got the time, all right, I'll take a look at that. 701 to 721. Oh, no, I can't view that page probably because I'm going through a VPN. Uh, update on the truck convoy heading to Ottawa. According to the speaker at a rally here on the weekend, self-taught lawyer plugged in. Trudeau asked the military to intervene, and they said no. Wow. Thousands of trucks on their way. Go fund me near $4 million. I can't believe that hasn't been shut down. Because, I, I, I mean, it was like, that's just unbelievable to me. Trudeau tried to call them terrorists and have it seized. <laughs> RCMP police officer just posted to their Facebook page, Cheering them on, get popcorn. Estimates of 50 to 150K people arriving. Not sure it's a real number. It's big. Yeah. I'm just glad to see people speaking up and uh, and speaking out here. So, all right. Let's see what else here. If there's anything. Oh, yeah. If you have a question, you want to put it in chat. Use asterisks like relentless 561 did here were your thoughts on the die-off timing i think we're in it i think it's accelerating i think it's going to continue to accelerate um a big you know we might have this lull until we get to another variant that you know escapes uh, protection and maybe is more pathogenic or something like that or they bring in something else with along with a false flag uh, who knows um but I think like it's baked into the cake for a lot of these people that took this vaccine. And we're going to see over the next three to three years, a large portion of these people die off. Again, if you look at like Vermont, excess deaths have been climbing. We talked about the insurance, the hundred billion dollar insurance company in Indiana that's seen a 40 percent rise in um, all cause in excess deaths. 40%. 10% is a three sigma once in 200 year event. It's at 40%. So my 49 year old cousin just had an aneurysm, was in a coma and, and now paralyzed down the entire left side of her body. Yeah, I'm sorry. What were you going to say about Stu Peters? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll go back to that. Thank you. Um, and I did see the Mark Richardson thing. We'll talk about that. So there's, there's a couple things going on there. Um, and this has to do with, 
I think it's in the UK where <clears throat> you have the German guys who are doing this Nuremberg 2.0 public hearings and stuff, except it's not actually a real court or a real grand jury. It's all simulated process, which is kind of like what Stephen Greer did with the UFO Congress that he held a while back. It was great to get that testimony and get those stories out there, but it was not any kind of official hearing, even though they kind of played it up to be one, right? Uh, and I think that's going on. But you also have people going in and filing these complaints with various police departments. And then one of those has supposedly been forwarded to the ICC, the International Criminal Court, and they've gotten a case number. Now, are they going to make it go away? I think that's likely. But shortly after that happened, we get this complete 180 on what's on all the mass mandates and all that stuff in the U.K., are they actually in court right now and getting orders to do that? And they're being kept secret for the good of the public or whatever, right? Maybe. I don't know. It's really interesting to me. Um, so that's supposedly progressing. I'm not sure. Maybe there's, uh, you know, there's definitely something going on. Is it going to amount to anything? I don't know yet, but uh, it, I would say it's possible. So I've, I've seen a lot of their stuff. Yes, I know Fauci's wife is actually in charge of approving the medicines. So, like, he's recommending, she's authorizing and making, marking them safe, right? So it's such a complete scam. Uh, do you know if the celebrities that died since January 1st, were they vaccinated and boosted? Uh, I'd have to know which ones you're talking about. A lot of them are. A lot of the ones that I've uh, run down and checked are are vaccinated. Uh, okay. Just wanted to thank you again, Sam, and the flight nurse today at the five-hour, 25-minute mark was awesome. Okay, yeah, I'll try and watch that tomorrow. I just, I had, I, there's like probably 30, 40 emails that I don't have time, haven't, mass DMs, all kinds of stuff that I haven't read. I just, I don't have time right now. Uh, but I'll try and watch that. And I want to put some clips together and we'll do a proper show about it because there was some really great stuff that was first time hearing, especially at that level, right? Okay, do you think it's all a song and dance or will people be held accountable? Um, it's a good question. I think that um, there's a chance that we're going to see some accountability. Like the whole thing's going to come apart and there will... there. You know, look at what we covered in the opening of, of this thing with everything we're seeing in the White House and these uh, shape charges. It's to me, what it looks like cutting through some of these steel beams and so forth so that this building will just implode. I think that's what's happening. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. But it seems like, you know, if we get some kind of attack, terrorist attack or missile attack or whatever, and the White House is a smoking pile of rubble as a result, this video is going to be very popular. <laughs> Let me tell you. All right. It was about this 10-year-old daughter similar to your situation. Oh, okay. So that's talking about the, the kid that we just read. Interesting. Okay. Good deal. Uh, let's tell you what. Kova, why don't you jump on and uh, speak your mind real quick, and then we'll go to the Stu Peters thing. How are you, sir? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. 
Oh. Okay. Okay. Thank you, sir. I don't know what happened to the audio. It didn't go through the the mixing board. That was strange. So might be having more. I've always got so many issues to track down. <laughs> it never ends. Okay. Let's do Stu Peters then right here. And then we'll get out of here. Um, okay. This series is about the Spanish researchers that he's been reporting on for a while. Um, and I'm a little bit critical about some of this, right? And have been critical. I think it's exposing some things that are true. And at the same time, it's exposing some things that are really problematic. Uh, and I want to, I want to show you this interview that he did. I think this was a couple weeks ago. That group is called La Quinta Columna. Now you remember Way back early on when Dr. Jane Ruby was one of the first in America to break the findings of these dissident Spanish researchers. Now, Dr. Camper says that through all of his analysis of the vaccines, that he also has discovered graphene oxide structures within the vaccine samples. Okay, so he's talking about this graphene oxide. And like the problem with a lot of this is, I, you know, we know for a fact that 5% of the batches are causing 95% of the adverse events, of the deaths. Um, so, and, you know, we showed you in a previous show how there's graphs that show, a, you know, just ramping down of the deaths on a lot-by-lot -lot basis, and they're numbered in the same sequence. And then there's another bell curve where it looks like they're maybe doing experiments on people in different parts of the world. Um so I think there are potentially different things in different vaccines and that they're, they're completely lying to us about all of this. Um, I think that's going on. So some people are going to see things. Some people are not. I think the graphene oxide thing is true. Now there's the whole graphene hydroxide and his razor blade. I think that's crap, frankly. Um, but I think that is something that's in there. Okay, let's keep going. Now, he hypothesized that graphene oxide includes self-assembly technology so that it automatically forms into wireless nanosensors. That was big news here on the Stu Peter Show. I think that's complete crap. And I'm going to explain why as we go through this, but let's hear him out. But Dr. Campra isn't the only member. Other members are including the doctors and researchers from the fifth column, from La Quinta Columna directly. Now, I've only ever seen these two guys, and this is, he's bringing on somebody else, but it's the two of them usually doing videos together. I don't know how many's in their little collective that they've got going on, but I, you know, that's something I'd like to know. The first that we're... And really, like, my biggest problem with this is it's not being verified by other scientists around the world. Brave enough to reveal the graphene oxide findings. One of those members is Dr. Ricardo Delgado. Ricardo Delgado argues that the pandemic is fake. And what has been happening all along. No, it's this is where it gets off deep end for me. It's just the use of military technology against the population. He argues that ionizing radiation is actually being broadcast from 5G cell towers to eradicate the population and activate the graphene oxide that's been injected into them 
with these shots being falsely referred to as safe and effective vaccines. Okay, here's the problem. There's no hard data that I've seen that anybody's showed me that is um, even that, that connects the dots between 5G deployments and disease clusters related in the vaccinated. It's just not happening. And this stuff has been rolled out to cities for years now. But like somehow it's affecting people not around it or what? And, you know, there's this whole discussion about is there a virus? And, okay, you guys know that the CDC, when they provided the samples to the universities, those samples were influenza A and B. And that they said, hey, th- th- this is not coronavirus. Can we get coronavirus? And they said no. And they said, okay, we're going to sue you. And that that lawsuit, as far as I know, is ongoing. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, right? We have, on the other hand, complete genetic sequences by some of these researchers and so forth who have sequenced this thing. And that tells me that, no, it does exist, that this is a real thing. So this whole claim that like this, there's not even a coronavirus, I find to be just ridiculous, quite frankly. It's a very interesting theory, to say the least, so we wanted to speak with him directly about it. This is the first time that Dr. Delgado has appeared on American media, and he joins us now alongside of his interpreter. First of all, thank you so much for being here. How did you start your investigation of these vials? So first of all, uh, we started with the observation and seeing that everything that was going on was not coherent. So we started okay. observation and also the microscopes. So we we find out that what they are saying is not coherent. It doesn't make sense. No, I agree with that. There's all kinds of like weird things happening. And this gets back to like Walter and his theory of everything where he's trying to figure out what exactly is happening. And he's throwing another one out there about some kind of genetic selection for people that can tolerate prions to take the human race in a different direction, right? And like that's been one of my theories that we're just an experiment. You know, we're in the conspiracy episode here. So we're an experiment of some ET race that's been here for millions of years. And they have decided to call the human race to take the experiment in a different direction for a specific trait. And that's what maybe we're going through. So when we uh, started to see that the people who was vaxxed, they uh, show a kind of a magnetism in their bodies. So we. Okay. And the whole magnetism thing, we've got people. And again, I think this makes sense with the whole graphene oxide thing. And this is where not just 5G, but RF radiation. Now, maybe there's some kind of resonant effect with 5G, but that really any kind of RF generation or uh, RF uh, radiation is going to travel through that graphene oxide, potentially charge it up or make it magnetic. And some people are magnetic, some people are not. So again, is graphene in all the shots? I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but there is, I think, something to that right there, right? Now, talking about 5G with airplanes, yes, there is a, uh, I 
think it's a landing system. One of the, or it's autopilot uh, that it the 5G frequency interferes with. They've known about it. The telecoms knew about it. The airlines knew about it. Neither of them wanted to fix it. So they've just let it come to a head. And now the issues being forced is basically what's going on there. That group is called La Quinta. That group is called. Okay, here's where we go off the deep end for me. Landing equipment that helps sense the ground. Okay, interesting. Get back to here. And uh, Moderna. Okay, so you determined that graphene oxide was in all four of these shots. Have you experienced any adverse side effects from being exposed to the vials while you're conducting your research? No. No, we uh, know that the graphene oxide is uh, radio mo modulated um, material. So what it does, it absorbs all the radiation and then. Uh, okay, someone's like, with all due respect, uh, who has so show me someone who has the virus properly isolated, bro? Those studies are out there. Go fucking look for them. Okay, I get it that. I'm aware of the FOIA request. I'm aware of the lawsuit. I've looked into this. And I also talk with serious researchers who've worked under Fauci, who've worked for Pfizer, who are telling me, no, no, this virus is real. It has been sequenced. It has been properly isolated. I get the whole conspiracy. I've dug, dived into that. It's real, okay? We have genetic sequences of the spike protein, and it's a bioweapon with HIV inserts and a Furge cleaving site insert that makes it bind to ACE2 receptors, and it's got genetic material in it from a Moderna patent. This thing was man-made, it's real, and it's causing massive harm. Is this stuff right here a contributing factor, 5G and radiation and graphene oxide? Yeah, very possibly. But don't tell me that the, the virus doesn't exist, okay? I, I, I've been down that road. You're flat out wrong. And if you want to disagree with me, fine. I'm not here to convince you. I've actually looked into it. Send it again. Where's my, hold on. And that's, that's all, all I have to say, say about that. <laughs> Forget about that one. Is when it's inside of the body that it, it does all the damage because it frees some free radicals inside the body. What it does is that collapse the immune system and um, uh, it makes the cytokines storm that is what it makes the collapse. See, no, we know that the spike protein gets produced by the cells we know from fucking autopsies, you morons that want to say this doesn't exist, that we can see the killer T cells in the heart tissue, in the lung tissue, in the liver tissue, in most of the body's organs with piles of dead cells that they've killed and sequestered because they express the spike protein. So if you want to sit there in your little bubble and pretend like coronavirus doesn't exist, man, then that's cool. But don't expect me to believe that stupid shit because I know better. All right? And this is crap. What he's saying here is crap. I'm sorry if that's bursting your bubble or hurting your feels. I don't fucking care. We have genetic material coded, sequenced, 
with HIV inserts. We know what this thing is doing. And it, I mean, it's just so mind blowing. You know how many fucking studies I've read breaking all this down, looking at all the components, seeing how they've been testing the LNP over here, testing this mechanism over here, discovering uh, the proline thing over here. They've been putting these components together for years and all of them are turned out shit. And now they've thrown them all together into a vaccine that induces your body to produce a fucking bioweapon that you want to pretend like doesn't exist because fucking 5G that you can't correlate with shit. Fuck off. Man. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm done. You guys are morons telling me I don't know shit. You fucking idiot. Go look through my Twitter feed and see who's talking to me. Okay? Jesus. All right, let's keep going. In the body. Yeah, the cytokine storm. So, Dr. Delgado, you hypothesize that the COVID-19, the pandemic, the illness itself is only a front. It's a fake. So, based on your investigations, what is the COVID-19 disease? What it does, the graphene oxide in the vials is amplified the signals of the 5G in the body from gigahertz to terahertz. So all the microchips that are also in the vaccines can work. So what is the virus itself? Now we've got microchips in the vaccines, okay? Which, again, when they first made these claims, I looked into it and I'm like, hmm, seems plausible. But then I found something out in how they, these things self, uh, self-assembled, right? And this is the process where I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding me after watching this? But let's keep going here. Is there actually a virus? It never existed. That's why not Bullshit. any institution can show any virus at all. And again, looked into that. I know what they're referring to, but it's not a valid claim. There are serious scientists and researchers who are talking about this thing being a bioweapon that understand it's a real virus. It's not biotechnology or anything that has to be with medicine. It's more like techno technology in the body. It's more about the antennas, the 5G, and the microtechnology that are in the vials. So we know that vaccinated people are getting sick because they're getting sick from the poisons that are contained in the vials. They're getting sick, Stu, from the engineered bioweapon with HIV inserts and a furring cleavage site that helps it bind to ACE2 receptors so that it can facilitate entry into the cell. And because of the lipid nanoparticle transfection agents, it seems to be getting into the nucleus of the cell, creating all sorts of problems. But y'all want to pretend like that shit doesn't exist because 5G. But how are unvaccinated people getting sick? What are they coming? They're getting sick from viral shedding of the spike protein. And perhaps the mRNA encased in the lipid nanoparticle, which is, I think, what happened to me.
down with if there is no virus. Pues, eh, so people that is not, uh, people is vaccinated, they can irradiate uh, from uh, like a kind of Bluetooth technology. Okay, the people not vaccinated can irradiate kind of like a Bluetooth technology. And again, looked into this one, installed that little low power Bluetooth app on my phone. You know what I found? Everybody around in my family, some of which, several of which are vaccinated. Uh, every single one of those low power Bluetooth sources was an Apple product. Now, maybe there's a switch I need to turn off or something. I'm going to keep playing with this and see. I don't know what the deal is here with this. But this story flies in the face of logic, flies in the face of dozens of scientific peer-reviewed studies that and genetic research that tells us what this thing is and what it's doing. So he can check in his cellular phone or anybody can check in their cellular phone uh, through the app which is the people who is vaccinated that is close by those are his neighbors they irradiate radiation it's not about contamination it's not a virus it's radiation from people or from the antennas uh is this why unvaccinated people are reporting that they are suddenly magnetized. Uh, the graphene now, I think this could be correct. Inside, when it's inside of the body, they uh, and it's uh, connect with the uh, hydroxin in the body, they make that magnetism in people so they can. But the thing is, there's still the spike protein that's being produced. That is the bioweapon, the the pathogenic part of the coronavirus, except it's not even attached to the coronavirus, so it can spread all over the body much more efficiently. But at the same time, the people who are injected are dealing with the other adjuvants, the graphene oxide, and whatever else they might be putting in these shots. And I don't even think it's the same across all the lots. Irradiate that magnetism. And that's why when they saw that people were having like uh, different kind of objects, um, mag magnetic in the body that they were, you know, like sticking in the body, like cellular phones, spoons and everything. So that's why they started to look for oxygen oxide. Okay. I recently got sick. Okay. And uh, Moderna. Okay, so you determined that graphene oxide was in all four. Oh, there we go. Come on. I had the set of symptoms that has been branded as COVID-19. I had a fever. I had a headache. I had the loss of taste. And this is good. You know, Stu's actually challenging him a little bit here, saying, hey, look, I got sick. I had all these symptoms. What happened to me? You're saying this thing doesn't exist, but... It seems like it does. And smell, my joints hurt, and I was fatigued. I'm clearly unvaccinated. So what did I have? Coronavirus or maybe exposure to someone who was recently vaccinated that shed exosomes of the spike protein or perhaps the mRNA, Stu. That's the answer. So the radiations from the 5G towers are going higher and higher every 
Does he have data on this? Okay, he's got Single guys with in the world. meters and they are checking that, that go out. Of course, different times of the day, different so, users, you're going to get different uh, radiation levels. The real proper way to do it. this and they conduct an actual scientific experiment would be to place the meter in a stationary it, spot uh, and measure it and record readings higher. over so time and show that, with, uh, yeah, here's this variation and establish a baseline. And then a week later, here it is and establish a baseline. Not this. That in an RF environment is so ridiculously subjective, it's laughable that they're even including that. And I'm an electrical engineer, okay? So if you want to tell me I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I'm telling you, you're a moron other things that we have come to discover help COVID patients to recover. Why did these things work for me if it was radiation I was exposed to? Yep. The different things that you use, usually what they do is that they bring oxygen to the cell. And not only that, they uh, can make function better the immune system. So um, no. that's why the antioxidants do the same. They make the people feel better. So the. All right. And then another one here, I think. I had. Dating. We're trying to identify with all the um, scientific papers that we are researching for. Uh, the, what, some of the things that we are seeing in the vials, but right now uh, we have some that are identified. Okay, he says that some of them are micro antennas, codecs or systems of uh, like encryptation systems and some other ones. So they are microcomputers. So now we're talking self-assembling microcomputers that, you know, despite the fact that they get these vaccines, they dilute them, and then they draw it out randomly and inject these into people. Somehow they get all the right components. They all self-assemble. I mean, this technology could exist with nanobots and so forth, but we're talking 30, 40 years or more ahead of what's in the public domain right now. Again, I can't rule it out, but let's keep going. Yeah, we can say that. And we can also say that they are um, kind of like micro rotors that they. Uh, um, they and it kind of looks like a printed circuit board, right? It's got all these little right angles and stuff, and it looks very strange and whatnot. They show uh, some um, codes, Mac codes. That now we're back to the whole Bluetooth thing. That's what can you see? Which I have yet to see a valid experiment on. We had a little short clip from hats that he found and didn't cite the source that showed some people out in the field and some readings and like no explanation of what was being done or what was tested or the method methodology employed. I'm still waiting for something definitive and conclusive that's well put together and executed. And it's just, it's not out there. Why? And when I've looked, all I found was Apple devices. When you do the Bluetooth thing with the app, So, like, we always go back to... We're trying to identify with all the um, scientific papers that we are researching for. Uh, the, what, some of the things that we are seeing in the vials, but right now uh, we have some that are identified. 
Okay, he says that some of them are micro antennas. So this gets back to that PDF document that they released a while back. And Twitter just crashed. I'll bring that back up, or spaces anyway. Oh, come on. What the fuck? Maybe I won't be. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Hold on. Sorry, guys. Sorry, spaces. It just crashed on me. All right. So uh, I forgot where we were, but. Codecs or systems of uh, like encryptation. Okay. So now he's like saying this one, you know, he had pictures of different of these different particles that are in the vaccine uh, that look like various, maybe electrical components or something hard to really say from the pictures, but definitely doesn't look like any technology that we have today. That's in the public domain that I'm aware of systems and some other ones. So they are microcomputers and rotors that they, uh, um, they show, uh, some, um, codes dating shit. Uh, we, uh, he was waiting for it to dry to something else. Oxide, we're able. Okay. This is the one. Lucianating to something else. So he, uh, left some of the, uh, samples he had to dry. So here's how we get to the self-assembling nanobots. He had some samples that were sitting out and dried up. And when it happens, so uh, with the days uh, he was waiting for it to dry, he saw that it was a microparticles that assemble by themselves. What I think this is, is not a microchip self-assembling nanobots futuristic technology, but crystals. Like my six-year-old gets, you know, you get the little package with the solution in it. You put it in the dish with, on a rock. It's like a kind of like a paste thing or whatever. And then as the water evaporates, you mix it up with the water, it turns green. And as the water evaporates, crystals grow on the rock. That's what we're seeing. That's what I think is the logical, reasonable explanation for the microchips. Bluetooth thing, still a question. Don't know. But the fact that he's letting these dry and then claiming this process is happening in the body, how dry is it in your body? Because mine, I'm pretty sure it's like mostly water and fluid and stuff, and it's not going to dry out and potentially crystallize like this. That's what we're seeing. There are rocks that look just like this. I don't know what's in the vaccine that's causing this crystallization, but that's pretty, makes a lot more sense than nanobot circuitry, self-assembling, whatever, magic. So early on, we had Dr. Kerry Madej on this program who reported self-aware organisms living creatures inside of these vials. Have you discovered those? I personally uh, are more about to think that this is bio. So the parasites are a conspiracy theory in his world. Technology and not something that is life, like bio life things. Uh, more, it's not like biological, it's more like technological. Mm -hmm. 
uh, we uh, initially were looking for uh... so Dr. Zandre Batha who's a microscopy expert provided us with images on the Stu Peters show we displayed them for the world to see these images contained rings that appear to be oxygen bubbles yeah and in fact you have the american frontline doctors who did a proper test with this with a control group with saline and they found these bubbles also because they were focusing on defects in the slides the glass slides that were used to look at them under the microscope but Dr. Botha says these are not oxygen, but that they are part of the graphene structures. Yet he didn't do bother to do a control group with his research. That possibly you first reported on and that they have connectors that connect them together. And she calls it nanotechnology. Is this supportive of your findings? See, uh, what we saw is uh, something that is called by papers, scientific papers, microbubbles of graphene oxide. Uh, so what the same pharmacist said, uh, they say that these are nanoparticles. So being nanoparticles, uh, they wouldn't be able to show in the microscope. A lot of people are going to question Yeah, and question they should because these are extraordinary claims and they require extraordinary proof. And I'm sorry, but squirting the vaccine onto a slide and letting it dry out over three or four days and then claiming that these are self-assembling nanobots when the body's not going to allow it to dry out and you can't reproduce that like on a Petri dish or something like that where you keep it you know, heat it to 98 degrees, recreate the conditions in the body and show me this. But if you can't do that, and the only way you can get these micro mini computers putting out Bluetooth signals to appear is to allow the vaccine solution to dry out. Mm, I'm sorry, that's, that's really problematic for me. So there you go. That's my thoughts on all of this. And you know, like I, I like what Stu's doing. I think he could do a better job with so doc kind of some of the things that he's putting out these days. So there you go. All right, guys, that's it. I'm done. Calling it a night. That was a fun little conspiracy show, I think. And this whole stuff with the White House, like, what is going on there, right? I just don't know. But this right here, to me, really looks like demolition charges going off one room, next room, next room, cutting out these steel beams so that whatever they've got planned goes off with a bang. I'm Sam I am. We'll catch y'all next broadcast. Thanks, everybody. Yo. Uh. Free the world. Free your mind. Free Julian Assange.
R.I.P. Black the Ripper. Let's go. Long time the world's been ran by a load of liars. How do you expect me to believe in coronavirus? 9-11 was a lie so you could start a war. Now you're lying again to try and bring in martial law. Fuck the system, I will fight for my freedom. And fuck all my rats cause right now I don't need them. The world's going mad cause it's ran by some demons. Donald Trump or the people, who do you believe in? It's time for revolution, we need to fight for peace Something's going on, it doesn't sound right to me No point in that tonight, this shit don't bother me When the situation's fucking up the economy I've had enough and I don't give a fuck now You think you can keep the whole world on lockdown? Zionist Jews run the world, but they're fake Jews They control the media and they tell us fake news Free the world And free your mind Stop the 5G up your mind. Free the world and free your mind. Stop the 5G. Fucking up your mind. I rap like this because I'm passionate. And every bar is a fact, I ain't chatting shit. Funny thing, you probably think I'm talking nonsense. You would rather put your trust in Boris Johnson. But I would die for the people like I'm God's child. Do your research on a family called the Rothschild. The final goal is to have a cashless society. It even says it in the Quran and the Bible, G. Look how they took our freedom in a second. Did you know they're putting up 5G as a weapon? I know you probably thought it's there for some Wi-Fi. And you probably thought this world was ran by some nice guys. What will it take for the people to wake up? I have to give you facts, because I can't do that fake stuff. The world's gone mad. We've forgotten what normal is. The world is a stage, and we're just the audience. 